Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Welcome back to Brunch and Slay. I'm your host, Amira, founder of Brunch and Slay, girl power enthusiast, go-getter, and girl's girl. Uh, Before I start the show today, I want to thank all of you guys who tune in every week, who tell your friends, who share and tag us like I ask every week. You guys are amazing. I know who always got the gold stars and the uh, participation medals at school because you guys constantly outshine and make make my heart smile every week. And for those of you guys, if this is your first time listening, I know you're going to enjoy this show because you can hear it in my voice. I'm really smiling because I know it's going to be some good conversation. Uh, But before we jump into our guest today, I want to talk to you guys and make sure that you guys know about what Brunch and Slay is all about. One of the things that we do is we actually choose a charity every quarter that we donate to. Did you know that? And we ask all of the people in our tribe to just donate one cup of coffee, literally five bucks. Or if you don't drink coffee, a cup of tea or a super slushy at Sonic, whatever your pleasure is, we're asking that you join that charity. These are not charities that I've made up. These are all vetted charities and, and causes that are so monumental. For example, this quarter's charity is the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. And we have almost reached our goal. Guys, we are 15,000 strong. Just imagine what we could do if once a quarter we donated five bucks. That's $20 a year. I know you guys have other charities that are near and dear to your heart, but if you support Brunch and Slay, then you know what we're about. And I know you want to be a part of this impact that we can have together. So if you haven't donated already, head on over to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation backslash Brunch and Slay and donate that cup of coffee. Thank you. So guys, today our guest, she is a radio and television personality, a speaker, founder of JJ's I'm Me Founder foundation listen at me i'm just chopping it up guys she is the also the founder of the respect my crown movement which i love she's an author and a mom welcome to the show miss jillian jj hello jj hey how are you i am fantastically fabulous thank you for asking thank you so much for having me i'm so excited no i'm excited this is so awesome you know guys you know how i believe in connecting with people and always putting good energy out there. And I was able to, I've lived, if you guys don't know, uh, if you're in another city and JJ's been everywhere, you've been in all kinds of markets. So I'm sure there's plenty of people who listen to this, who you've been in their market, but uh, thankfully because of the good energy I had been putting out there, somebody put some good energy out there to me and connected us. And I feel like I got something special on this lady. So thank you so much. for Thank you. Yeah. So I want to jump in because you have so much, you're literally, your resume goes on and on, but I want to jump in and first highlight uh, the Respect My Crown movement. Can you tell everybody a little bit about that? Yeah. So Respect My Crown encourages women to deepen in spirituality, sisterhood, accountability, and service. And so I, I took a look at the things that I really needed in my life at this certain time. 
when I um, began the movement and I needed to, um, I needed to figure out who I was <laughs> again. I had just left my job in radio and um, you know, when you leave the corporate world, especially if you've been in it for a long time, you can kind of feel like your identity is attached to it. And so it was like, okay, now that I am outside of this and I'm not attached to another brand, who am I? And diving into that self-awareness and um, self-worth, <laughs> uh, I, I began to take a look at my spirituality. I began to take a look at the people that I have around me, my tribe, and, um, and then who, who's holding me accountable <laughs> for, you know, being a great person and how I contribute to the world. And, uh, and then also how I'm giving back, you know, can, is, is there more that I can do? So respect my crown. It's, it's all of those elements put together. We do, um, uh, events, uh, throughout the year. The gathering is one, um, we bring about 50 to a hundred women together for a panel discussion on anything from, um, relationships to sex to, um, uh, you know, community work. We do a dinner party uh, every quarter um, where it's like more of an intimate discussion where I have my therapist there. And then I released my book called Respect My Crown um, that really takes a look at all of those elements and then some um, helping you to manifest your visions. Man, I really admire how you did the work. Um, I know, I mean, everything you said, I'm just listening to it about how sometimes we really do get caught up. Our identity becomes inter entangled in what we do for a living, you know, and oh, I know yeah. it had to have taken a lot of guts to decide to step away and go work on yourself, especially from a successful radio career. Um, you know, you're always out there, you know, you're a person who you're definitely one of those people, people probably look at and say, Hey, you know, she's living a life. She has this dream. She's meeting celebrities. She's doing all these great things. What, I guess, where did you find the energy to take that leap or, or that, or that, that push? Where did you find that? Girl, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I had a panic attack on the air, uh, cause I was so stressed out. And I uh, ended up in the hospital for two days and I was sitting in the hospital. My supervisor at the time called me while I was in the hospital and said, you know, you just got so much going on, you know, you running your foundation and you working on this book and you trying to do your job. And I was like, you're right. I do. She's like, you can't do everything. And um, the next day when I got out the hospital, I resigned because she was exactly right. I can't do everything. And um, yeah, I walked away from um, a three-figure salary. And um, it was like, I knew it was time. It was like, God, <laughs> God made it so clear that day that I came back to work. He was like, today is the day. And I didn't think twice about it. I was like, hey, um, I'm resigning. And, and she said, are you sure you want to do this? And I, yeah, absolutely. I'm positive. They said, do you need vacation time? I was like, no, I just came back from vacation. 
they said, do you want, um, do you just need a day or two? I was like, no, I spent a day or two in the hospital. And um, the way that, you know, my stress is set up, (laughs) I can't take any more. So, yeah, I've been in radio for 25 years since I was 16. So you can imagine it's... um, it's just a lot. This The lifestyle is a lot. Going to the clubs, waking up, having to go to a Martin Luther King breakfast after you just went to sleep at 2 a.m. in the morning. It's just so much. Mm-hmm. And so um, I needed that break to just spend time with me. And uh, I have a daughter and, you know, when I quit, I was able to go see my daughter at lunch and have lunch with her once a week. And it was magical. Like my daughter was so excited that her mom could come have lunch. Cause when I'm on the radio, I'm doing the midday shift. So she's never been able to see me have lunch with her wow. except for on her birthday when I take off work. So like those moments, you can't, you can't get those back. Like, you know, you only live once. My daughter will only be this age once. <laughs> so um, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Walking away wasn't hard. Now, entrepreneurship. That's a whole nother somebody thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody should have told me. <laughs> but you know what? Um, thank you for being transparent about how important self-care is. We hear it, and I hear a lot of people saying, I'm so tired of hearing it. It's important. We're going to keep saying it until everybody gets that it is okay to say, I can't, my plate is full. No, I can't come. <laughs> I'm not going to make yeah. it. I'm too tired. And we need to be more accepting yeah. as women to say, you know what, oh, friend, yeah. you're empty. Like, go lay down. I tell my girlfriends all the time, I'm like, you know, and you understand this too, when you throw events and you have these um, these things that you have, people feel like they are obligated to come. Now, mind you, it's not that I don't want, I love the support of the people who believe in me. Trust me, I, I will always love yeah. them. But I don't want you to spread yourself thin. I'm not going to be mad at you because you missed one thing or you missed something. It's okay. It's okay yeah. to put you first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. And it looks different for everybody. You know, it's like, hey, the last week, I said, I'm not even playing. I got in the bed at like 9 o'clock, 9 p.m., right? I stayed in my bed until 1 o'clock p.m. the next day. Yes. And I was like, what in the world? Like, I mean, I was up, like, just sitting here on my phone. I was like, you know what? I'm not getting up. Like, so what? Today I need to relax. And it Mm -hmm. is okay, and I'm not going to have that guilt. Like it's something wrong with it. I put in work. I know that I put in work. I know what I'm doing. So if I want to be in my bed until one o'clock today, that's what I'm going to do. And it's okay. And JJ, the crazy thing is, why are we holding ourselves to this high standard? Nobody cares if we have a bad day, but we feel like, (laughs) you know, we're overachievers. So it's like, I should be doing something else. I know I have some emails to return. I know I got why? Because of Instagram, because Instagram <laughs> got us thinking, team no sleep. And it's like, no, I love sleep. I need no, sleep. I In order to be successful, you need to sleep. You, I'm yeah. not Diddy. I don't know if Diddy wants to sit up and drink some rock until 4 a.m. in the morning <laughs> and then wake up at 6 and catch a flight. Good for him. But right. not me. Like, I love sleep. And I know how I feel when I have a great night's sleep. 
You're right. I wake up refreshed and rejuvenated and I'm ready to go. But no, Instagram right. makes you feel like, you know, it, they just make it look so glamorous. And no. it's like, no, Gary you're be happy okay with that. You know, Gary Vee will go on yeah. dance and he's like, you sleep when you're dead. Get up at four o'clock. There's seven hours that you wasted. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's right. Let me get up. I tried that. I did. For almost a year, girl, I was getting up. I had a new baby. Like, I was getting up at five o'clock. Oh, in the no. To get stuff done. No. Well, she, wasn't dead. she was a year at least. But at five o'clock in the morning, I'm getting up so I can get things done before her religiously. I was staying up late, like burning the candle at both ends. And then my body oh. was like, no. So I started paying more attention to it. And then here recently, I still started doing it again. And I did, yeah. I'm a meditator and I took the, um, Deepak Chopra and Oprah meditation challenge not too long ago. And they did one literally about rest and sleep. And when I tell you, they read me for filth and I thought, wow, wow I'm a hot mess because I'm tired. Yes. <laughs> you're tired. Yes, it's like your body. And the thing is you get burnt out and you don't know you don't even understand what's coming. You know what I mean? And that's what happened to me when I had this panic attack. I was so stressed. I was so tired. Literally, it was that week. I was at the Martin Luther King breakfast and I had just went to Slim Thug Boss Life Ball the night before. And I was exhausted. And I'm like, your body will shut down for you. And you don't want to get to that point because it, no. it won't be pretty. No, I didn't want to be in the hospital for two days. Like, and you know, that's, and it's expensive. (laughs) And then back to your daughter, that's what you're teaching. You're teaching her to not take care of herself. That's what we're doing. We're teaching them to put ourselves on the back burner, you know, and that's that's literally, I didn't, before I became a mom, you know, I hear people say all the time, you know, kids learn from you. It's not what you say it's what you do. And I see my daughter mimicking me and I'm like, okay, I got to stop doing that. Okay. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, um, and that's, that's some serious medicine. Wow. So you also have, you know, the JJ's on me foundation and how did, how did you come up with that? How did that even get started? So um, interesting. You're talking about, you know, having a child, my, my daughter, when she was about five, just starting kindergarten I I was <laughs> sitting back listening to her talk about things that were going on at school and you're like why did Justin Bieber go to jail mommy and I'm like wait a minute how do you know these things like <laughs> you know such and such was kissing her at school I'm like wait a minute what's going it's kindergarten and uh I realized that it didn't matter how much I was pouring into my daughter she would still be influenced by people at school. It just helped me to realize, you know what, when she comes home telling me all these things, there's someone else who's talking to you or you're watching them. And it started to scare me because I kept thinking, well, what if the girls that she's looking up to, these upperclassmen, aren't great role models for her, you know, then what, what could she possibly turn into, you know, outside of me pouring into her, just the influences from school. So I created this program um, called the IME Tour, and we go to different middle schools and high schools. We actually started um, originally in elementary schools and uh, doing an eight-week program to help girls to become the better version of themselves. And the program has everything from robotics, to 
uh, healthy cooking. We actually have a chef that comes in and helps the girls learn how to cook from mom's leftovers. We have um, a fitness program. Uh, the Our personal trainer, Tatiana, shows girls, like, if mom takes you to McDonald's, this is the best option you need to get, you know? So um, they're learning how to read nutrition labels and just try foods that they've never tried before, like quinoa, <laughs> um, that typically these at-risk girls may never be able to get this information. Um, what else is on there? There's, oh, etiquette class, which is really focused on social media and how we are representing ourselves, um, wow. conflict resolution, mental health. I mean, the it list goes on. There's just a lot of amazing women on my team who have selflessly dedicated their time to help these young ladies. Um, and it's really made an impact over the years. And I'm, I'm just really proud of it and proud of these girls for transforming into these amazing young ladies. No, that, you know, that says a lot about who you are and you're so right. No matter what you do, you cannot keep these kids in a cocoon. You know, and something is always no. going. Something is always going to happen. Now, as a mom, you mentioned yeah. social media, and your, you know, your personality. So, as a mom, how do you choose what not to post, and how how do you kind of police, um, you know, the reality of what social media is with your daughter? Because I know that has to be difficult because she's seeing you in this glamour. She's seeing it. You know, she's seeing it probably. Oh yeah. How how do you handle that? You know, well, the one thing that I think she does get from my social media is I, I am me. I literally, which is why my foundation is called I'm Me. It's like, just be you. I'm very transparent um, and open on my social media. I make sure that, you know, in real life, I'm not, um, I don't dress inappropriately. I don't, I'm not thirst trapping. <laughs> I'm not, you know, like, and that's I mean, I'm a woman. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. I'm not a, I'm, I'm a woman. So of course, you know, if I go to the beach, I might post a picture in a swimsuit, but it's never, you know, outrageous or anything like that. I just want to make sure that I represent my, myself well, and, and I'm a brand and I teach my daughter about being a brand. She has her own Instagram and there are things that, you know, maybe, maybe two times she's posted something that I've had to be like, Hey, you know, let me just talk to you about it. I mean, it's nothing really bad. It's like music. And I'm like, you know, this, this artist that you're playing right here, do you know who he is? No, <laughs> let me show you who he is. Because this man right here, he, he's, he's been arrested for beating his girlfriend. Mm. And um, what do you think about that? You know, we have these conversations. She's like, oh, okay, I'll take it down because I don't want that. And I'm like, so, you know, she doesn't post that often. Um, I let her have it because she is a brand. She has her own books. She has her lemonade. She has t-shirts and stuff. So, you know, and I, I mostly run it myself and I, I let her post every now and then cause she's a kid and she does goofy things that I'm sure kids would love. <laughs> but, um, we just have those conversations. You know what I mean? She hears me talk to the girls about social media and, you know, someone left a negative comment about my daughter one time. And I almost lost my whole mind. <laughs> I can and, Oh my God. And I'm like, why are you coming for my kid? 
And I started to type this lady a whole like um, Encyclopedia Britannica. And I was <laughs> like, no, bring it back, Julian. Don't do it. And, uh, and I talked to her about it. And I was like, you know, this isn't, I some people don't need a response. Some people want you to respond so badly and I will never give them that satisfaction. And this was one of them. And I almost got caught up, but I caught it. So I had to just delete the lady's comment, block her and go about my business. You know what? I thank God for being able to block everything, everything. I'm real good at it. My friend just said the other day, she said, girl, we need a block party. I said, girl, invite me to the block party. I got about three more people I need to block. She's like, come to the block party. (laughs) It's real. Block people. There's nothing wrong with it. More Brunch and Slay after this. Hey, you fabulous powerhouses. Having you support the podcast by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing is awesome. And it's made each episode reach more and more people every week. But did you know that as a listener-supported show, we rely on you to keep these wheels turning? And for as little as $1 a month, you help me keep giving you great content and even better guests. And yes, ma'am, you heard that right. For only $12 a year, you support the dream. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash brunch and slay and now back to brunch and slay all right so okay you guys you got to know a little bit and we'll get back into uh, you know jillian and her brand all the other great things she's doing but i want to take a moment so you guys can get to know her a little bit you know get to know a little bit about her personality so i'm gonna ask you a couple of questions and just tell me what comes to your mind okay sure all right so bloody mary or champagne champagne okay uh favorite season winter spring fall summer summer why i like it hot that's just like <laughs> hot weather i do i love it i just be outside sweating <laughs> i love it this okay so, weather. <laughs> so answer this question for me i am my best when oh i am my best when oh gosh that's good i am my best when I have affirmed myself. Mm, I forgive because? Because it's not about them. It's about me being free. Love it. Now, with you having already met so many celebrities, I'm sure that you are no longer really starstruck. But if you could interview anybody, who would your dream celebrity be to interview? Oh, oh, I, mm, this is hard. <laughs> really? I would want to, it is Jada Pinkett. Oh, yeah. I, I love right Jada. Now. I feel like we could be friends. Yeah. I really do. She, the okay, I'm serious. I love that she is unapologetic about exploring her spirituality and, you know, going and not just going by what someone tells you, she goes and does the homework. And I think that that is so important. Um, 
not just to listen to what you hear, you know, on that one day that you go to church or that one season that you go, whatever you do, right. I think it's important <laughs> to, seek, to seek knowledge and to be open-minded. Yeah. I think a lot of times, especially culturally, you know, I've had people literally, I say something and I've, I've had a friend once come and literally come bring a scripture to me the next time she saw me based off, you know, like trying to chastise oh, me. Wow. Like, I know you, oh. so you need not bring a Bible. Hey. You probably shouldn't even be holding the Bible. So why are you like, <laughs> Oh, that's so terrible. Yes. I love, I love that Jada is, she's transparent. You know, I mean, obviously right now with the Red Table Talk, we see a whole different side of her, but there's, there are other parts of her that I've seen over the years that I, I just have so many questions about, like how, how, how she's raising her kids, you know, all of this. There's just so much that I, yeah, it would, it would be Jada. Like, there are people that I've met before. I haven't interviewed them, like Idris Elba. I wouldn't mind staring at him for 20 minutes and interviewing I wouldn't him. Be able to talk. I wouldn't even be able to make it through the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we, he uh, DJed a party one time I was at, and he he was DJing. Like, you know, he, that's one of his other side things that he does that he enjoys doing. And he got on the mic. He's like, hello, JJ. <laughs> all of that. I was all like, that. out. Yeah, I wouldn't be able. I'm like seriously. I don't think I'd be able to function. There's a couple of people I know. I'm not ready for yet. I'm, you know, I'm I'm new at this thing, so I know that's <laughs> one of them. They just be like, I would totally humiliate myself. That wouldn't work. But I can't. Oh my god! I can't wait to see you interview Jada. I know it's coming because you've spoken it now, so it's coming. So I feel it. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. so, now you have a new book coming out. I do. I have a. Um, I have. It's a workbook. It's called All Falls Down. And so it's uh it's kind of cool because I this year has been like just <sighs> overwhelming is the best word I can use. And it's been freeing like now that we're kind of wrapping up this year and I'm I'm seeing why everything happened the way that it happened and and the key lessons that I was able to learn, I think that there is a way for us to um, take a look at some of our tough times and step outside of it and like, let's dig into these lessons. Like, let's see what it is that we're really supposed to pull out of it. We all have those moments. Life is a roller coaster. It's, it's inevitable. Every, it's not going to be perfect all the time, right? Like, Never. <laughs> All the time. No, never, never. Yeah. And it and it's like if we can just start learning how to deal with um the pain and these um bumps in the road and like stop looking at them like it's never gonna get better and it's the worst thing that's ever happened. It's like, no, let's let's actually just take a look at the lessons that are in it and put a smile on your face and and be grateful. For the pain, I I can actually say I am so grateful for the pain that I've gone through this year because I'm a whole new person thanks to it. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, so all falls down. It's um it's a daily study of scripture to lift you up when life has knocked you down. Wow! And when will that be out? Before January first, I'm gonna right. drop it before. Yeah, right after Christmas. 
All right. So now if you could brunch with anybody in the world, dead or alive, this Saturday, who are you brunching with? Gosh, you asked some really good questions. Uh, <laughs> let's see. If I could brunch with anybody in the world, dead or alive? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't oh, have to be just man. one person. It doesn't have to just be one. Okay. So at the table, it would be Michael Jackson, um, my dad, uh, who passed away like six years ago, and um, and and all my all my my closest friends like my squad of like six girls my tribe yeah it would be all of us oh that would be awesome they would so love I, I take it you're a huge michael jackson fan i am i'm like michael can you imagine like this man kids now still are obsessed with michael jackson oh, yeah. they don't even know yeah. him right yeah. and they feel like your music has touched so many lives. It's just amazing. Old, you know, young, all different races. Like, I just, like, he's, no one's been like him. No one. And, and no, one no one will be. Like, no one will ever no. be. Yeah, no, no one. one I mean, that, that's a true, I don't even, icon. That That's that's what I think yeah. of when I think icon. That's why I say oh, like, yeah. 100 years from now, they'll still be talking about him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what area of your life are you currently slaying? Girl, I'm slaying this um, self-awareness part of my life. Like, <laughs> Well, that, hey, that's something no. that deserves some, some snaps and some claps. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I went skydiving uh, for my oh, birthday yeah. on I'm Sunday. I'm totally to talk to you about that. Yes. Yes. And I feel like a badass. Like I feel like I'm like, and and my friend, you you know Ashley, Ashley Small. She went skydiving. I remember listening to your podcast with Ashley. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's like, girl, when you go skydiving, you're gonna feel like you can take over the world. Like yeah. you're unstoppable. Yeah. And sure enough, I did it. And I'm like, nobody can tell me anything. Like. <laughs> I feel so confident and so secure and and it just really helped me realize it was a great way to kind of wrap up my year. It's just like I've I learned a lot about me this year. I know that I am so worthy of the greatest things to happen and I am opening the doors for abundance just to rain down because I'm here for all of it. Yes. And you know what? First of all, happy belated birthday, because I know you did it for your birthday. Um, Thank right? you. And I, I, I agree with Ashley. I did it a few, I guess it, it might be almost seven or eight years ago now. And oh, I wow. oh, you- jumping out of that plane. And at first I had my eyes closed. And yeah. I literally, all of a sudden, I, it was almost like a whisper, open your eyes. And I opened my eyes and I thought, you better enjoy every moment of this because you probably will never do yeah. it. You know? And right. He, yeah. and, and thankfully, the guy um, who was my, my, I guess, who I was tethered to, he kind of just turned me around and kept letting me see, you know, all God's glory. And I remember having that yeah. moment there, just like, thank you. Just to see that, like, I, exa- I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm not telling everybody to go jump out of a plane. It's not everything ain't for everybody. <laughs> Yes. I it's life-changing. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a beautiful experience. And it's crazy because I used to always say I would never do it again, but lately I've been wanting to do it again. I don't know why. You better call me. If I had known you were doing it, I probably would have made that trip. I would have made it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It was great. What's funny is, I thought it was going to be like some fine guy with tattoos all over him that was going <laughs> to that was going to be my tandem person, and it ended up being a woman. And I was like, "Who are you?" And she said, "I'm your instructor." And I said, "Really? Like, this is not my like, fantasy." You know, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Wait a minute!" I had this whole birthday thing all imagined, right? But then I was I I thought about it. I said, "You know what? This is cool. Like, I have a woman. I'm jumping with a woman. Like." This is the ultimate girl power right here. I've never seen a woman, you know, per, like like you said, a person that's tethered to you. I've never seen that. So it was really cool. It was like, yeah, we're both bad. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. It so awesome. if you guys have been thinking about it, JGA and I are both saying, do it. Do, do it. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so now one of the things that we like to do and I definitely like to do is it's just help other women shine and lift them up. So as a tribe, for everybody who's out there listening, what good vibes can we send your way? What prayer can we make for you? What can we do to support you in a spiritual or a, uh, in, in any way like that? What can we do for you? Oh my gosh. That just made me, made my eyes tear up. Listen. Oh girl, don't cry. Don't uh, cry. <laughs> I know, right? No one's ever said that. It's so crazy. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, I need all the prayers. That's for sure. I'm getting ready to make a big move. And um, I, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming because I had been praying for it for so long. Mm-hmm. So just, um, you know, uh, uh, just keeping me covered and um, my traveling mercies and, and making sure that, you know, it's a smooth transition really is what I'm, I've been praying for. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. I, I appreciate all the support people have given me. Um, right now, you know, obviously I have books that are out there and available, but what means more to me than anything is just hearing people um say that in some way shape or form you know something has been helpful or has impacted their life um from my work you know I appreciate I appreciate that more than anything because it makes me know that uh, helps me to realize I should say that my work is just not in vain no no it's not it's not there's gonna be tons of those little girls who you've been out there working with for years who are going to be big people and who have great destinies and you help them get there and they're going to come back and they're going to thank you when you least expect it. Mark my words. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) So how can people, where can they support you? How can they, where can they follow you? What are your social media handles? Yes. So I am JJ on the MIC on Instagram and Twitter. And Facebook, I'm JJ on the Mic fans. And then um, Respect My Crown is on Facebook as well. And then it's Respect My Crown official on Instagram. And um, my books are Without Bruises, A Journey to Hope, Help, and Healing is on uh, Amazon. That's my first book. 
If anyone has dealt with uh, emotional or mental abuse or any type of abuse for that matter, it's a good book to read as some comfort for people who are going through it. And then uh, Respect My Crown is a 30-day affirmation journal, and it's on Amazon as well or my website, jjonthemic.com. All right. Well, JJ, thank you so much. I really have enjoyed our conversation and you, I want you to know I am cheering for you. I am, I know I, I I mean, you already do great things. So I know I just can't wait to see the next great thing uh, that's coming out from you. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'm so proud of you. I really am so glad we were able to connect. You, you, you inspire me. I'll be like you when I grow up. You're too much, too much. No, well, you guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope you are as full as I am after listening to all this girl power and honesty. Um, I want you to tag us uh, when you post the show because I know you're going to repost it and do us a favor. And JJ has a podcast too. We didn't even get to that. She has a podcast. You guys need to listen to her podcast. Tell them about your podcast, JJ, real quick. Yeah. Respect My Crown is the name of the podcast as well, and it's on iTunes. You can uh, check it out. My last podcast has my former boss on there. We're talking about the day that I I left the box. Oh, I got to listen to that (laughs) one. I've been listening. And both of us, we're we're both small and we're growing, so we know what we want. We want those reviews and that subscription and those five stars. So go ahead and do that. Do us that solid. Yes, (laughs) thank you. Yes, and until next time, always remember, if she can, I can, we all can, and I'm Amira, and this is Brunch and Slay. Bye.